Welcome to another episode of Life Invites podcast, the place where we speak about life in general, from family to health, to business and career, and our focus is on stress and anxiety management to help you enjoy life at home and in your career because life happens one bite at a time. I'm Cristina Popescu, the voice behind Life Invites podcast. I'm wife, mother of three, and holistic coach, and my focus is on stress management and anxiety management. Today we have a special episode because we have a guest and our guest, Daria Kolod, it's a young professional from Russia, Moscow. She moved to Netherlands for her master's study at Tilburg University. She lives in Rotterdam and her dream is to make Rotterdam more open to new startups and initiatives. She does communications and marketing for a non-profit organization and love organizing meaningful events. Let's dive in in today's episode and don't forget to follow us and go on cristinapopescu.com. And if you are not on Instagram yet and you don't follow me on social media, Instagram and other social media platforms, go in the description below and find me and let's connect. And don't forget to leave a comment because the magic happens in the comments where we connect and we talk and we have meaningful connections because life it's everything about connection let's connect hello everyone welcome to life invites podcast we have a guest here with us today and we are so thrilled having you here thank you for coming daria thank you for inviting me it's um, so nice to be here with you when we met almost one year ago, I think, right? I don't even actually remember where we met already. <laughs> <laughs> we met in Thursday gatherings. Oh, yeah. For the first yes, time. yes, yes, yes. We did. And yeah. then with the Fort Worth Incubator. And yes. then you got to train me and coach me. And thank you for yeah, that. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are. Today we are going to know you better and to see who you are. So let's dive in. Tell us about yourself. How did you get in Netherlands? Who you are? I moved to the Netherlands two and a half years ago. I came here to study, to do my master's studies at uh, Tilburg University. I chose this university because I applied for a scholarship. There is the organization in the Netherlands called uh, Neso Nafik, which promotes uh, Dutch education abroad. It works in Mexico, Brazil, Korea, China, uh, Russia and some other countries and what they do they help with applying for Dutch universities and especially with scholarships and there is a scholarship called Orange Tulip scholarship it's uh, funded by the Dutch government and practically if you win the scholarship you pay uh, much less tuition fee plus sometimes you get uh, free accommodation so it's really an amazing way to, to study in the Netherlands if you cannot afford to pay full amount. Or if you're not in Europe, because if you're not in Europe, you pay a lot. Yes, exactly. The yeah. difference between the tuition fee paid by European Union citizens and non-EU is really enormous. For example, EU citizens pay about 2,000 euros fee, while non-EU 15 or yeah. up to 20,000. Um, it's huge. The difference is just too much. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So that's why for me the scholarship was really important. So I applied to various universities for scholarship. 
And at Tilburg University, I won. It was really considerable uh, waiver because instead of 100% tuition fee, I paid only 30%. And they were really helpful with accommodation and with all the practicalities. So it was a great experience. Uh, it was very easy to move, to settle and to start studying. So I did my master there in um, communications. The program was called Global Communication. You know, it's interesting because we find we just find uh, another common point. My best friend in Netherlands worked at Tilburg University and she is working with students abroad. Okay. <laughs> you may know her. <laughs> Maybe. It's, it's yeah. really amazing. Her name is Laura. And uh, yeah, we have one more point in common. Yeah, wow, interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in Tilburg there are lots of international students. Maybe it's not among the first Dutch universities which would come to your mind, uh, like Amsterdam University or Erasmus University or TU Delft, but it's definitely it's one of the best in um, economics, in MBA programs. It's really good in law, but also all humanitarian and science. Uh, yeah, it's really it's really good university. Yes, um, I was invited there to hear and listen about the you know, empowering wom women programs mm. they have, and they have amazing and a lot which you don't really, really find it everywhere in the uh, Netherlands. Yeah, I think it's really yeah, good in great. university. Yes. Yeah, well, so yeah, I did my one year master program there. I uh, graduated and then I moved to Rotterdam because in Tilburg there are not that many job opportunities, especially for internationals. It's more a transitional city. You come to Tilburg yeah. and move to Rotterdam or Amsterdam, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, on, the only really big international company in Tilburg is a Tesla factory. It's the only Tesla factory in Europe. Okay. Uh, it's based in Tilburg. But yeah, otherwise, uh, you're right. It's more of a transitional point. Uh, so yeah, I moved to Rotterdam because there are much more opportunities here. It's very open, very cosmopolitan city. It's the most international city in the Netherlands. And the newest. Uh, yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, since then I started working also. I work in The Hague, uh, so I commute every day from Rotterdam. Which is easy in the Netherlands, comparing with that, with my country, for example. You can go Yeah, yeah, everywhere. it's easy. It's easy. Everything is nearby. Yeah, so it's just 20 minutes ride. I think it's in a lot of uh, cities outside Europe, it's like from one part of the city to the exactly. city center. Or something exactly. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's not a problem at all. Yeah. The public transportation in the Netherlands is really good. Yeah, it is. It, it is. is. Yeah. It's With faster. very rare exceptions. Yeah, <laughs> very, very <laughs> true. How it was for you to be here as a foreigner without family? Or do you have any family with you? Uh, well, of course, I have a family, but uh, they all live in Russia. So mm -hmm. I don't have any family members here. I think in general, it very much depends on how close you are with your family, uh, how many traditions and gatherings you have together. Yeah, for example, I know that in Italy, it's very common on Sundays to go to your grandparents and have lunch together. And it's a tradition which doesn't change. So we also have um, such traditions with my family, but not that many. And in general, my parents are very understanding and open, uh, open-minded. So I would say for me, it wasn't a big problem. I didn't feel this pressure of 
leaving them behind. Yeah, so for me it wasn't a, pro- a problem. Of course, I miss them a lot. We meet once or twice a year only, but we keep contact regularly on uh, video calls and uh, yeah, WhatsApp. So yeah, I think it's it's not a big problem. There's the blessing of having a window with screen, right? When we speak with my family in. Uh, Romania with my husband's family actually because my family lives in Belgium our kids said can we open the window and speak with grandma (laughs) (laughs) it's really like the screen is like a window we can speak with everybody (laughs) yeah you mean Skype or Uh, whatever with video can be a messenger or doesn't yeah. matter if we have video and we, we can speak. It's it's amazing. Yeah. And how was for you to be and live as foreigner outside from Europe, mm-hmm. in Europe, in Netherlands? How it is for you to... Well, you first of all, uh, though Russia is not part of the European Union, I wouldn't say that we are outside of Europe in a sense that you grow up in a European culture. Mm-hmm. So I grew up on French, English, German literature and history. And for me, in general, it wasn't that much uh, cultural difference. Mm -hmm. There were very few things which were different. I would say that, of course, there is a challenge of being a foreigner living abroad, no matter where you are, in the Netherlands or Canada or the US or anywhere. Of course, there is a challenge of, um, of your culture, that you are not surrounded by your culture anymore. But at the same time, I see an advantage of it that now I can consciously select myself what parts of my culture I miss. And with internet, I can easily get access to that. So if I miss some programs or music or books, uh, I can easily find them. But in general, the traditions, the holidays you are used to are not celebrated in the Netherlands. And Especially you... Christmas, right? Yeah, the Christmas, <laughs> yes, which yes. we celebrate two weeks later, the Catholic Christmas. So mm-hmm. we do it uh, on the 7th of January. And in the Netherlands, 7th of January is a regular working day. So yeah, but I think maybe after several years, you get accustomed to that, that... Mm-hmm. You select for yourself if you want to stick to your traditions and if you want to keep celebrating them or you let some of them go and you realize after moving abroad that they are not that important for you, that you celebrated them only because all the other all the other people around you were celebrating, but you didn't find anything special about it. So most of the holidays for me, I don't find anything special about those days. So I don't celebrate them. But Christmas, Easter, I think are among the most important for me mm-hmm. still. <laughs> and I saw also as a foreigner, we get so self-conscious that we really have the power to choose what, mm-hmm. who we are. In, a, in our culture, it's more we are blended with the culture. But then when yeah. you get outside, as you said, you know your own, you discover your own identity. Yes. Yeah. How was the journey of discovering your own identity? Oh, I think it's an ongoing journey. It's never you wake up in the morning and think, okay, I know my identity now. That no. would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. It's an ongoing journey. It's a learning journey about yourself what's important for you but i find it also liberating because as i said before celebrating certain traditions because all your family is celebrating yes it's 
kind of, yes, it's uniting all of you on the one hand, but on the other, you don't have the liberty of choosing if it's really important for you. And now I have this liberty of saying, this is not relevant for me, this is not who I am. And, uh, and the beauty is, as you said, that you can choose and that you can also celebrate uh, Dutch uh, yes. you know, celebrations, fest- festivities. Yeah, for example, this weekend we are having a carnival in Brabant and Limburg. I, when I studied in, in Tilburg, so it, it's in North Brabant, uh, we celebrated carnival a lot. Uh, since I moved to Rotterdam uh, here, it's not that much because in Rotterdam they have their own carnival in July. But now at the station, I've seen a lot of people in costumes taking the trains to Maastricht or to Den Bosch or to Tilburg to celebrate. So again, it's your choice. One year you celebrate it, the other year you don't. Uh, yes. And here is more freedom to choose what you want to, ch- to celebrate. You can change your mind every year and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yes, which is amazing, I think. Yeah. How was for you to adapt and um, find your place here from stress and anxiety point of view? Did you experience any stress or maybe anxiety or something like this? First, if we speak about the stress about moving abroad, I think it very much depends on different factors. It depends um, if you have experience in uh, traveling, in living in different cultures or being in different cultures because for sure if you have always just lived in your country never live in your country and then you abruptly move abroad it would be an enormous stress for you even buying a bread would be a challenge and second i think it it depends a lot on the family relations if your family supports you on your journey because if you have parents or family members who are against your decision, who always keep nagging you and saying, when are you coming back? Are you coming back soon? They're waiting for you to fail here, to come back. This also adds a lot of stress and pressure. So I think I'm lucky in the sense that in my student years in Russia, uh, I traveled a lot because in my bachelor, I studied linguistics and foreign languages, Italian, Spanish, French. So I traveled a lot around Europe to practice the language and to learn the cultures firsthand, not from the textbooks. And I think it helped me a lot because I'm used to being exposed to different traditions, different people, to solving different situations, to different stressful situations. So that's why when I moved here, it wasn't such a big stress for me. And also, as I mentioned, the support from my family. So you speak Latin language. So if I speak Romanian with you, slow enough, you will understand me. Maybe. Okay, <laughs> yes. <laughs> because it's really related to Spanish, Italian, French. Yes, yes, yes. I heard yes. that. It's, it's similar. If I yeah. don't speak fast, you mm-hmm. can understand. Well, I, can, I know I can understand Portuguese if yes. they speak very mm-hmm. slowly. Uh, Brazilian Portuguese, though. Yeah. Not Portuguese, Portuguese. Uh, but Romanian, I don't know. <laughs> you never <laughs> tried. tried. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. It's another point that get us even closer mm-hmm. yeah. yeah we just discovered and how did you manage to go through the working and studying and all the new that was around you and not so new mm-hmm. did you saw any difference because you travel in italy and latin countries mm-hmm. and then you came to netherlands where yeah. it's a lot of structure how was that transition for you how did you move i think um i i've 
found out that the Netherlands is the perfect fit for me in a sense that it's still a very social country. It's still a country of people who really uh, support each other, helpful people, open people. Uh, but at the same time, it's a very well-organized country. So welcome home. <laughs> <laughs> so, for example, in Italy, people are very social, but it's not that well organized. Yes. So, at least in my personal point of view. And in the Netherlands, I really appreciate that every time you can adjust your mood. I mean, in for example, if you are talkative, you are free to start talking to some co-passengers in the bus. And it's totally fine. Yes. But if you don't feel like talking to anybody, you can just listen to music and nobody will get offended if you don't keep the conversation with them. So I really love this. On the one hand, people are open and helpful to each other. But on the other hand, they, everybody respects others privacy so that's i really uh, appreciate and what i also find really amazing if you can you have the freedom to say i have 25 minutes to stay with you and just stand up and go yes it's yes. amazing yes or people say i'm sorry we, i have dinner with my family i have to go yes, yes and it's totally fine and uh, it's fine to go out with friends for one hour it's totally fine. It's amazing, right? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> and also another uh, cultural difference, I think, which is very uh, evident to most people come in, uh, from abroad, is uh, that Dutch people keep the agenda. Yes. Yeah, I think you... As a I'm foreigner, still learning that. <laughs> yeah, as a foreigner, you, you start with laughing at it and finding it funny and ridiculous to really appreciating it and doing the same thing. Yes. So what I mean about agenda, that people keep the timetable of all their activities, work activities and out-of-work activities. So they plan their meetings with family, with friends, they plan their shopping, cleaning their flats, they plan everything. So on the one hand, they're not that spontaneous, so if you call a Dutch person and say, let's go out today, most probably let they will say, no, agenda. no, no, let me check my agenda. <laughs> no, I have free evening in three in three weeks for you. Which is fine. It's normal. It's not yeah. offending. Yeah. No, 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 no. But yes. then you, re you learn to value people's time. Yes. That they don't just hang out for nothing. It's always to do something productive that... People value their time, and I think I think it's very important because yes. then you really respect each other, you respect yourself also, and it's just easier to leave. It's just easier when you plan things. It's easier to achieve your goals. It's easier to keep uh, relationships with people. It's easier to get the work done. Yeah, and relationships are more clear, and you know what to expect expect from each other. Because it's not just, oh, let's hang out and see how yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. I'm still learning that after four years. <laughs> like, in our culture, if you plan everything, it's really offending. I mean, you don't have time for me. You have to yes, put me yes, in your yes, agenda. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And now here, it's, yeah, I, I still find myself learning that. Or let you, for example, know that I'm late. Mm -hmm. It's just out of my mind in my culture. And I have to be really conscious, which make our life really easy. Yeah, it does. It does. It's yeah. less stressful, right? 
Yes, yes. Then, when you know what's waiting you today, what yeah. what you plan today, it's much easier. You're not stressed. You d- you know what's gonna happen. Yes. Just pop up something in my mind. Um, I got a lot of questions. How do you do it all? How do you manage to do it all? I think that's it. Mm-hmm. The Dutch agenda. <laughs> yes. Right. If you yes yes. <laughs> so thank you, Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. Yes. But you asked me about uh, the stress and yes. how I handle it. Yeah, I think, of course, uh, one of the most stressful things which I personally find for myself is um, to be employed and to find a job uh, because unlike local people who can, for example, not work half a year or so and who can take their time to figure things out, who can take their time to go traveling or just stay at home and plan what what they want to do next. I'm not in the position of doing that because I need to pay my bills. So in that sense, uh, you always have to... Think along the way. Yes, yes. You always have to be more focused on your your work, on your career, uh, what you really want to achieve. Which direction you are taking? Is it the direction you really want, you really like? And also uh, what is important for me is that the employer can hire uh, me as a non-EU citizen because, as you might know, there is a list of organizations in the Netherlands uh, which can hire foreigners. So they need a special permission for that. And it means that these organizations can hire you and can issue you a visa work permit. So not all our organizations in the Netherlands can do it. So the stress is more of the freedom of choice when it comes to, to where yes, to work. Yes, yes, yes. So on the one hand, you want to find something which fits, uh, fits your personality, your qualities, your experience. You also have certain expectations about the location and about the salary. But at the same time, you're not that free to choose because they they need to be able to hire you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they have to be on the list. <laughs> yes. Which yes, is also yes, related yes. to And organize. this list can be found on the IND website. Okay. IND website. Yes. Thank you. That is really, really <laughs> useful. Do you feel integrated now here? Or I it's think, work in progress? Yes, I think it's work in progress. I would say maybe 75% because... Um, the key to the full integration is the language, of course. Amen. The language, which is yes, is the key to the culture, to really f- feel that you belong. And in in the language, I think the level when you can feel empowered and feel I hacked it is when you can make a joke in the local language. <laughs> and Good luck with that. Yes, and people laugh, <laughs> and Dutch people laugh. Yeah, that would be the threshold that I, I rocked it. That would be the tool, something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so with Dutch language, I haven't mastered it yet to the point that I can freely use it in at my work and make jokes. Not yet, I'm not there. <laughs> But I think once I master the language, everything would be easier yes. to understand. You will yeah. feel that you belong here and have yeah. roots, including in the culture. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is true. I'm still at A1. So. <laughs> <laughs> no jokes there. <laughs> if it would be something that you would say to someone who wants to move or think to move as a student or mm-hmm. just follow her or his spouse, uh, what would be one thing or two things that you would say 
Well, as I mentioned before, I think travel and experience is important. So if you're planning to move alone, I would recommend to visit this country the, of your destination as a travel destination to travel alone around different cities. More by foot, not just in the... Uh, yeah, by public transport. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. And exactly. to see if it really, if the culture fits you, if the surroundings uh, fit you, if you kind of can can solve the problems if you can buy a ticket for the train or I think that would be a good good uh, tip of course if you want to move abroad um, it would be amazing if you already speak local language but at least your English should be really in a good shape at least uh, upper intermediate for sure especially if you move alone Yes, 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 because if you want to rent a flat, if you want to um, to find a job, if you want to really, uh, if you have realistic expectations, you should master English and uh, you should speak English fluently. Then at least in most of the countries, you can find your way around. Yes, and I can say on the other side, when I moved here, I couldn't speak English. <laughs> Netherlands, I'm still not speaking if I would be to move alone, I would not manage. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I moved with my husband, he was my translator, but there it's a lot of anxiety and insecurities also. Yeah. So speaking English, at least the conversational, yeah, as you said. Because then you prevent a lot of depression and anxiety yeah, and yeah. fear. And That's true, that's yeah. true. And also I find important that you have uh, some friends in this new country for you. And I think it's very important to have friends among locals who can teach you the traditions, who can teach you how it works, who can teach you how to find a job, how to dress, how to behave, how to do certain things. But on the other hand, it's important to have friends who had the same journey as you did, so who have been living in this country longer, so who can teach you different hacks, And I think it's also important because if you are just surrounded by locals, you feel lonely that they will never understand you. They don't know your struggle. They don't know your loneliness. And they might not understand you because they they are not in your shoes. No, they're not. And that's why I find important to have friends among people who had the same experience like me, Mm -hmm. but who have been living longer, who have succeeded. Because for me, they're an inspiration and push that... It's everything is possible. They had the same struggles, the same problems like me, but they've succeeded, so I can do it too. And you don't feel that lonely anymore. Yes. And yeah. you don't feel like swimming in an ocean without anything around. Yeah, you. yeah. Yes. And if I can give one more tip, I find it very important, on the one hand, to socialize, to not to be uh, locked in your room, but to speak with more people, to open up to go to different meetups, networking events, film lovers or animal lovers or whatever your passion is. But on the other hand, always find time for yourself, for sport activity, for reading, for meditation, yoga, cycling, because it's also important for your well-being to be on your own, to spend time on your own, to explore what you feel, to assess the situations you were in and more think is it comfortable for me is it the right way Uh, or maybe I should change this or this so I think this time 
with yourself is also crucial because if you just work all day and come home and just drop into bed and in the morning you just run to work you don't have time to yourself to assess to ask yourself hey but how am i doing and um, as a foreigner that is crucial because you change every every day with everything you discover you change if you don't have time to uh, find yourself you can lose yourself yes yeah. true it's true. vital it's more yeah. than it's one of the survival hacks <laughs> yes <laughs> for sure and what i also find important for me is that uh, it's very important for me to hear my native language so it's either talking to other russian people who live here who are my friends, but also keeping updated uh, and watch YouTube videos or listen to music. For me, it's very important to hear the Russian language, to not feel to feel lonely. It. Yeah. Yes. Because when you only listen Dutch around you, yeah, it's it's great. But on the other hand, uh, you may feel uh, lonely yes. as well. And you really need your roots. Some, do you feel that? Sometimes I feel like I have one foot in my country, in Romania, and one foot in Netherlands. Yeah, and yes. I feel like I'm all the time in both, both boats. But for me, it's even more complicated because <laughs> I studied uh, Spanish and Italian, and I lived a bit in Spain, and I lived a bit in Italy. And for me, these countries are also very close to me. So sometimes I compare things to Italian traditions. Sometimes I compare to Russia. So, yeah, for me, yeah. it's even more feet. <laughs> more boats. <laughs> yeah, I have more feet okay. and more boats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting to know you deeper. And how can we find you? Where are you? How do we find you on LinkedIn, on internet, how can we find Yes, you? I think uh, on LinkedIn, for sure. You can check my profile, what I'm interested in and what projects I'm involved at the moment. And also Instagram. Yeah, um, we find the description in the link yes, below. Yes, in the link below you yes. will find all the details Yeah, about my LinkedIn profile and uh, Instagram profile. Yes, yeah. and one thing that you have to know about her, and she, she is so loyal and so amazing as a friend. So thank you, Daria, for being <laughs> thank here. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for uh, making my world more rich. And <laughs> thank, thank you for accepting to be with us today. Thank you.